0: This episode of the Local Dirt Podcast is brought to you by Autogamy Speedway in Seymour, Wisconsin. Autogamy Speedway is presented by Clink Equipment and Elite Coatings Incorporated, racing Friday nights with a 6.30 p.m. start time. Come see the cars and stars of the IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Stock Cars, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Sport Compacts, and the Unified Dirt Street Stocks for some of the best short track racing in Wisconsin. For additional information on the schedule, point standings, and more, you can follow them on Facebook, My Race Pass, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at Outagamey Speedway. Welcome to this special episode of the Local Dirt Podcast. We're coming live from the Luxembourg Racing Show, and we are honored to be with the 55K Street Stock, Jesse Cron out of Beaver Dam. How's it going, Jesse? Going great, Eddie. So uh, how's the off-season been? What do you got going on with your uh, Unified Dirt Street Stock?
1: Uh, not too much. Keeping it pretty simple this year. Um, usual paint, body, freshen it up, give it a fresh new look. Uh, I know a lot of people have been asking, is it going to stay the number 43? Uh, unfortunately I am going to switch back to my 55 K the 43 deal was really neat, really cool. And I think we pulled it off well, but I want to keep it as a special thing. Um, I will revisit it at some point, uh, do another tribute for my parents, but, uh, I am 55 K and, and we're going to go back to that.
0: Awesome. That was pretty cool. Uh, for the people that maybe didn't hear at the track or maybe see the video, what all went behind for you running the number 43 last year? So
1: the 43 idea, my father, Jim, and my mother, Joy, both raced uh, back in the day, and they ran under the number 43. Uh, My father was a huge Richard Petty fan, so when he started, he ran the 43, and then when he met my mother and got her involved with racing, she kind of just adapted it and ran with it as well. So it was a huge thing that went with my family, and, and I always had people over years, well, why didn't you go 43? Why didn't you go 43? Well... There was a junk car that was always at our house that my dad had, Uh, it was Pat Drinkwines. He used to race at the Dodge County Fairgrounds and it was a 55 car. And I always played around it, played in it. It was just part of my playground at the house and for some reason it stuck in my head. So when it came time for me to, you know, carry on the family legacy of racing, I went with 55. And then, then, you know, everybody kind of does some throwback stuff every once in a while, you know. I'm like, it'd be cool. I got a Dodge Challenger body. My parents ran the 43. Well, you put a number 43 on a Dodge body. Who do you think of? Richard Petty. Richard Petty. And my mom's first car had that kind of Richard Petty scheme too. So I'm like, this is perfect. I want to do this. I want to share this moment with my parents. Let's do it. Very cool. Yeah, it was
0: great to see. And you run a unique body on your car, which is kind of fun about the street stack. So we get to do more of that stuff. Um, what what kind of body is that you have on
1: there? So it is a 2008 Dodge Challenger body. Uh, got it from the scrapyard, cut the back half off. Uh, still on a metric G-body chassis. It's got stock hood, stock, you know, roof quarters and all that stuff. Uh, it was actually kind of funny because I was get, gutting it, and those newer cars got so much insulation and noise dampening, I started it on fire like three times <laughs> trying to cut that. And the, the smell from that stuff burning, it's like, ah, uh, I don't know if I'd do it again. It was it was a lot of work. I've done uh
0: like an 03 uh, Monte Carlo, and I'll never do one of those again. Yeah. They are...
1: They are hard to work on. Yeah. So many different layers and all that stuff. It's crazy.
0: So is that how you got started racing? Was with your your parents kind of racing and having cars around and uh, that type of thing?
1: Yeah, I guess you could say it was my destiny. I don't know if I really (laughs) had a choice. Uh, My father owning his business, Crown Performance Racing, for many years and being so heavily involved in the racing community, it it, it just kind of happened. I mean, I started doing stuff at three years old, riding snowmobiles. Box car races back in the day, and so I got involved in kid carts. I think around age five at Dalsman, so I ran carts there, and and I kind of went from there. And then when Beaver Dam raced, we built that nice go kart track in the infield. That was a great opportunity to uh, do local dirt racing. Very cool. And speaking of Beaver Dam, boy, things things are
0: changing there. The sun is brighter, the day is warmer there. Um, Moving to Tuesday nights. IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Stock Cars, IMCA Sport Mods, going to have the Unified Dirt Street Stocks there. Uh, th- tell us, I mean, that's from your area. What, what,
1: how do you feel about everything going on there? I feel really good. I'm, I'm truly excited, and I don't know if I've been as excited for a race season um, in a long time as I have now. Uh, most people know I like to travel. I kind of strayed away from Beaverdam for a while. Um, but the owner, Scott Boyd, who who is the current owner, past owner, so ownership's not changing. Scott Boyd still owns the track. Uh, Karen Miller's still the general manager. So 141 didn't buy the track. Toby didn't buy the track. Scott didn't, you know. You hear all the rumors. You hear all the rumors. There's no promoter changes. You know, it, it's still Beaverdam Raceway, but they they're doing a whole refresh to it. Um, I'm sure we're, st- we're still planning on working with the other tracks, Luxembourg, Seymour, 141. So we're going to do some stuff cool together, but uh, a-, a complete revamp. You know, Tuesday night racing, back like back in the day when the track opened, they used to run Tuesday nights. IMCA, which I guess they did have at one point way back in the day, but we're bringing that back, bringing the stock cars back. They had a great oh showing at the Duel at the Dam, amazing show, bringing those guys in. Um, we got a new flag man. He's that uh, nice young kid. He does the Dirt Kings in the Midwest Truck Series. We're gonna have the IRA Sprint Car Scoring Team. I believe. Oh, wow. Mohawk is their announcer. Ray Underwood. Yep, he's gonna be the announcer for Tuesday nights. Um, there's gonna be a whole new group running the, 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 the track crew and stuff like that. So lots of changes.
0: That should be a great time, and it's great to see you know a track kind of putting their foot in water and like, all right, we're going to do something a little different. Test the waters. They had that show at the end of the year, which was, uh, you think about this. I I was telling my family the other day, when I was a kid, when you watch TV, and I might be a little older than you are, you used to have to get up and turn the volume up or down or push the buttons of the channels you want. Now when the Duel of the Dam went on, I was in Alabama watching it on my phone. It's crazy how far technology and that stuff has changed, but it's it's neat to see Flo was recording the races. Um, so if anybody wants to go and maybe get a little teaser, you know, get your Flo subscription, I think it's 150 bucks for the whole year. You can go back and watch those races. And uh, it was some, some excellent, excellent racing. You talk about stock cars being there. I think that class, I mean, I would pay admission just to watch the stock car class so that's great to see i saw there's monster trucks there's demo derbies there's all sorts of stuff going on
1: yes lots of stuff going on at beaverdam raceway they're scott's really utilizing the facility you know we got the core tuesday night program now but it allows weekends to open up for other things so we got the monster trucks uh they're going to be there there's going to be a demolition derby so i mean it just leaves the door for possibilities open
0: fantastic looking forward to it so when uh when you were younger, um, I obviously had family racing. Did you have a favorite driver?
1: Uh, are you talking local or like big name just, or d- anybody don't matter. in general? Just, just when you were, you were younger growing up, is there something that caught your eyes like you enjoyed watching them? I like Jeff Gordon. I mean, I feel like a lot of kids my age really, you know, went towards Jeff Gordon. Obviously, the cool rainbow car, it drew your eyes. Yes. And he won. Yep. He won a lot. So I was a big Jeff Gordon fan. Um locally my dad helped out Craig Prewee a lot so I was around that a lot so I I was a fan of Craig and and he was a really really good racer too and um you just being involved with it you learn so many different racers and different people it's there's there's a lot of good people in the sport Th- that's
0: that's one of the best things about dirt track racing and I think if you look at it on the outside you don't see that community but when you're in it like anybody do anything for you yep Um, so obviously you're very involved in racing and everything going on with racing. Do you have any other hobbies
1: or anything you like to do? I I dabble into deer hunting. I do rifle hunting in November. Uh, my father is huge in the snowmobiling. Uh, he does snowmobile racing performance and stuff like that. So I like to get out trail riding with my mom and my dad and we go riding around, especially up in the UP and stuff like that. Other than that, I mean, recently I've been getting pretty heavy involved with, Besides my personal racing, but promoting racing in general, uh, me and my good buddy James Fletcher, we uh, we volunteer at the go-kart track at Beaverdam Raceway, normally Tuesday night, now with the switch switching to Monday night. So last year I was a huge part of that and helping run that program. And it's it's really awesome because James and myself actually came up through that program. Really. So the kids see us, they talk to us, they learn with us. And they they realize that hey you guys were where we are now and we can end up where you are now so it's 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 a full circle thing to come back and give back to something that helped us take off our racing careers.
0: That, as just a human being, that's got to feel pretty cool to
1: be doing it's, something like it's that. It's pretty
0: cool. That's awesome. Wow. Well, obviously, Beaver Dam's on the schedule. What what are your plans for 2023?
1: Uh, tentatively i know
0: how racers are we can't make up our minds exactly you just
1: never know uh tentatively this year um i like i like traveling around uh i stopped points racing in 2020 and it took a lot of stress off kind of made it less of a job and so it's fun to hit up the big money shows and just go visit our friends at all the other local tracks up north uh luxembourg seymour 141 you know even the hill every once in a while i get to make the trek up there but uh, it's fun traveling around. I think with all the changes happening with Beaver Dam Raceway and, you know, kind of being a part of trying to help promote that, I think I will commit to points on a Tuesday night at Beaver Dam, especially cause it's three blocks down the road. It's hard to say no to that. I, I, I completely understand
0: that. I, I live 15, 17 minutes from 141. So I know where you're coming from there. Um, I want you to brag a little bit. All right. Okay. Um, normally, you know, you're a pretty humble guy. Um, Talk about your accomplishments in racing. You've won a lot of races. You won championships. Um,
1: t- tell us about where you won championships, stuff like that. Um, so, I want to say, my I don't know. It's hard to say what my favorite one is, but a big thing is when the Dodge County Fairgrounds, Big Beaver, reopened 2015, 2016. That was the track I grew up at. That's the track my parents raced at. Um, I picked up a feature wins. Uh, and a ch- the 2016 track champion at the Dodge County Fairgrounds. So that was my first one. But being that it's where I grew up, where my parents raced at, it, it was a very special thing for me. Being a half mile, there's not many half mile dirt no. tracks around. Um, I also got the 2019 Auto Game uh, Speedway Street Stock Championship. That was cool, that was with my Nova Leaf Spring car. Leafs, yes, old yeah. school. Old school, a lot of people say it can't be fast, can be made fast. Um, so that was cool and then when I brought out the Dodge Challenger for the first season 2020 we picked up the 2020 out of gamey and 141 Speedway Champion 2 in 1 year one of the or two of the hardest tracks in the state for competition that was crazy. Yeah, you had a
0: heck of a year, a lot of feature wins. Do you know how many feature wins you have in your career?
1: I have Put you on the 30 spot. 30 plus last I counted I I, keep, I like the stickers because that's what I use to keep tra- track good, of. Good call. I count the stickers. Uh, I think I'm at like 32, 33, somewhere around there. Uh, but a, a couple big, big wins. Uh, one in one of the 1,000 to win races at 141. That's a neat deal. Um, the fall special. I finally got a fall special <laughs> yes. this year. That was on my bucket list. I'm like, I got to win a fall at 141 fall special. And then a truly humbling one eric van eyten memorial that was a big one that was a big one especially because it sounds like they're gonna kind of sway away from it now and have a different big night but to win the hood and everything that whole night means and everybody involved with it and how big that night is that that was cool especially that ending with you eddie man we we, Uh,
0: yes uh we i think you restarted fourth and i restarted third and we came to the checker within about five inches of each other. I don't even know the, if it was it that much. It might not even be that. Was that, a, was crazy. that was crazy. That was a heck of a race. And that was one of those, like, you know, whether I won or you won, I was just pumped because I was like, holy cow. Like, yeah. just, you know, you never know what's going to happen when that green drops. And we all made it through. And next thing you know, or the checkers flying and here we are. Yep. Very cool. Um, looking to the future, um, you know, obviously you're very happy in the street stocks, very competitive. Um, Is there anything on the horizon that else you'd like to race down the road?
1: I'm looking at moving up to the stock cards at some point. Um, Possibly as soon as next year. We'll kind of see how finances go, the season goes, everything like that. Um, I feel like, you know, with racing, at least in my opinion, I look at it like a video game. That to move up to the next level, you have to beat or, you know, take care of the level you're at. And I feel like I've accomplished a lot of my goals in the street stock division, and I'm almost ready to look for that next challenge. You know, a lot of people wanted me to move up sooner, but it's like I wasn't good right off the bat. I started in 2012, and I and I was decent, but I, until the Nova years, 2015, I didn't really start taking off and getting good. And then with the Challenger, 2020, awesome, sudden Ga- gangbusters, Ga- game changer. We're we're setting the world on fire, and it's like, don't you want to kind of sit? back and enjoy the good times for a little bit because it took you so long to get there besides then to just say oh we're so good we're going to move up oh right now back to the bottom again now you're going on the struggle bus and you're working your way back up you know totally understand totally can respect that
0: um a couple more things for you jesse in racing or life
1: what are you most proud of i I, you know, racing is such a big part of my life. I kind of combine. I guess I would c- combine it together. I'm most proud of what I can do with racing to bring happiness to others. You know, a lot of people look at racing, a bunch of hillbillies going in circles. But if you get involved in this sport, asphalt, dirt, road course, whatever, you know, whatever you're involved in motorsports-wise... If you apply yourself, you can do so much. You meet so many people. There's so many different avenues, you know, marketing and and everything. And, and in my opinion, putting a smile on somebody's face with my racing is better than winning. If I have a rough night and a kid comes down in the pits and I, they sit in my race car, they have a flag to sign, they do something like that. If I can make them laugh, if I can make them smile, my bad night don't matter. That's you know, if you can, if you can raise funds for special needs, if you can have a special night for someone, you know, that that in my opinion, that's what this is about. It's not about going out and just winning. I mean you're 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 with your friends, you're with your community, you're you're, you're people, you're with people that have the same core values and that truly love life and being around the people they're with. So if you can use your racing to do something special for people, I feel like that's that's most important. That's it. I love it. Excellent answer. Excellent answer. Uh, we'll switch
0: gears a little, more, little less serious thing. Uh, I have this top ten list I like to do. All right. All right. All right. So it just uh, it's a one or the other. Uh, you don't have to elaborate if you don't want. If you want to elaborate, you're more than welcome to. Uh, number ten, mods or stock cars.
1: Stock cars.
0: Number nine, dry slick or tacky.
1: <sighs> you gotta pick one or the other, huh? Yeah, one or the I other. I say I like it down the middle, but. I, over the years, I like dry slick. Don't get me wrong, tacky's fun. Everybody's like, oh, you, you want tack so you can hammer down, blah, 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 blah. In my opinion, dry slick takes a little more driver. In my opinion, anybody can hammer down on tack. The car's going to hook up. It's going to go. If you got dry slick, you got to tiptoe. Yeah, people are like, oh, you're going slow. This isn't race blah, blah, blah. But it takes a little more talent, a little more skill. You need to know when to get on it, when to get off it. You have to have the car set up perfect. So... I think with a hammer down tag track, you can have an ill handling car and you can be fast and you can win. On a dry slick track, you I don't think you can. I think it's more about driver and it's more about setup that there's more factors. To win on dry slick I think is harder and a, better, a bigger accomplishment than it is on a hammer down. Excellent explanation. Number
0: eight, racing fuel or E85? Um,
1: racing fuel, uh, It's a hard choice. I mean, there's a lot more people switching to E85. Uh, There's a lot more things changing. It'd be interesting to dabble in E85 at some point. Agreed. Um, Especially with the prices of fuel going up and Mm. stuff like that. And a lot of guys run the E85. They're just going to the local quick trip and stuff like that. It's a nice alternative to be able to save, save money. Racing fuel smells so good, though. It does. It does. <laughs> it does smell good. And, and it sounds cool. Yeah, I got a barrel racing fuel back in yeah, shop. Right, you know? right. Uh, number seven,
0: low groove or high side?
1: My car is a low groove car. But, man, when you can get it to work on that high side and you can bang down the wall. <laughs> dude, it's so fun. You got so much momentum. And, and if everything's just perfect, you're having a blast up there. You could just see everything going on. And you're just... And you feel like you're going 10 times faster up there than you are in the bottom. And you get a little close. You feel that rub. You're like, oh, got to move down a little bit. I mean, in perfect situation, high side. There was one night, uh, not to
0: get off topic here. It was uh, like 141 special. It was probably like 2017, maybe 2016. Uh, I think we all started, me, you, and Carter started towards the back of the tail. And I'm, I'm running the top right? And then I look where you're running and you're like a car and a half higher than me. Your bumper was about scraping the wall around. And I went, yep, that's where I need to be. I went up there and all three of us just went to the front. I'll never forget that. Carter's got an
1: in-car video that. It's pretty good. I'll have to watch that. Dude, that was that was a blast that was like the first fall special that i actually did good and that was with the, the nova yes and nobody was up there no and no. i'm like screw it i'm because we started way back yes and i'm like ah we're just gonna give her but yeah i was rubbing that wall that bumper cover had a flat concrete spot on it yep. So i'm grinding it on the wall and man all three of us just Freight line to the if we had some more laps <laughs> i mean good. chase solomon won it i think we could have got him
0: yeah you were you were hauling i remember because uh i took second and you passed me like with two to go in the concy when the concy i took second so yep. you know you started in front of me and yeah that was that was a good time uh question number six crate motor or open i like
1: my open motors um i understand the concept with crate possibly trying to make it cheaper but my growing up You know, back in the days of the half mile and and stuff like that, before the crate engines, I liked mod racing more. With the open motors, it seemed like it was a little more racier. It seemed like it was more competitive. Um, I don't know. Big motors are cool. Heck yeah. Uh,
0: Number five third mile or half mile?
1: Uh, even though, <laughs> even though the Dodge County Fairgrounds is my home track and I did win one that one time at Shawano when the street stocks were invited, I'm a third mile. I'm a third mile. I, half miles are cool and it's special to have won a championship and won features at two different ones. Uh, cause not a lot of people can say that, but a, at least with the fairgrounds, it seems like stuff got strung out and we we're so even that you get to a certain point, you're giving it all you got and you can't get anymore sure you know i I raced with fletcher out there and there were times that i'm just like trying to hunt them down he's not messing up i'm not messing up but you're not gaining anything we're on a third mile because you got more cars in a group together and it's easier to come up on lap traffic and stuff like that i think it gives you more opportunities to gain position or to gain you know to move forward versus on a half mile Number four, steak sandwich or nacho
0: supreme steak sandwich all the way. <laughs> Number three, catwalk or bleachers.
1: The catwalk thing is one of the coolest things ever. When I first got to 141 for the first time, it's it's a staple of 141. And I know I think Boone has them now, and I don't think Marshalltown Correct. too. It's something different and it's a different perspective for fans and, and people to be involved because you get up on there, you're looking down in the cars, it changes it up. It's a game changer.
0: Number two, Rod Snellenberger or
1: Benji LaCrosse? No wrong answers here. Mm. Rod is a legend, but I'm going to go with Benji because he is good in so many different cars at so many different tracks. He's, in my opinion, Benji LaCrosse is Wisconsin's best dirt racer. Can't argue with that. Number one, open trailer or enclosed? I like... Open trailers because kids can see the cars and see what's, you know, going down the road. The only thing that sucks is with an enclosed, you can haul so much more stuff. Weather's bad. You guys can hunker in there. You can put a heater. You can, you know, it's... (sighs) It'd be nice if you could just put the put the sticker of the race car on the side. Right. Of the enclosed that way, you can have the best of both worlds. But I've seen there's places that make those trailers that are like partially enclosed, partially open. A lot of late model guys are doing. it. Those are pretty sweet, but I'd have to go with enclosed because the
0: creature comforts are nice. Yeah,
1: it is. It is nice.
0: Jesse, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks, Eddie. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks to everyone at Eastern Wisconsin Stock Car Racing Association and outagamyspeedway.com for supporting the podcast. Head to our Facebook page and give us a like by either searching at Wisco Dirt or Local Dirt Podcast. You can find us on all the podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and much more. Thanks for joining us and listening. Take care, everyone.